Shut up and sit down. Chicken butt. Oh. Oh. Welcome to Heard That. That was a weird uh, outro for the music. What just happened there? Oh, I know. It faded off very quickly. Yeah. I think it's just because we don't have um, anyone else talking right now. Yeah. So it's just... We don't, we don't have Ty screaming. We're acknowledging the silence. Cool. Welcome, 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 boys and girls. We are live on Facebook right now once again. Uh, live. We're pretty lazy, so we just kind of do it when we feel like it. So deal with it. Welcome to Heard That podcast for uh, for all you boys and girls looking for some new music. Heard you, that music. The internet's busiest music nerds. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I hope he hears that. <laughs> he probably does. He's everywhere. Anthony Fantano is uh, omnipresent. <laughs> he he is the internet. <laughs> His fans do treat him like he's a god. <laughs> Yeah, Which is really very strange. Do. Which is strange because I, r- I rarely agree with his opinions on yeah, most same. music. And he hates but, everything. But he is good at dissecting music. Yes, he is. I'll give him that all day long. But that's it. That's all you're good at, Anthony. I know you're listening, you weirdo. Well, it's just the two of us today. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. We're uh, we're doing some fun stuff today. It's just, just no, us. We're not. We've got, well... <laughs> We, we're doing what should be fun stuff, but maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We, we'll find out is what we're going to do. Hey, can <laughs> I say something real fast? Yeah. I'm really, uh, I'm really thankful that I have a co-host on the show that I can trust to make sure the show is spectacular when I'm not here. And so l- trust me. Let, let me just say last week's episode was <laughs> phenomenal i was so happy with it like i thought maybe i shouldn't come back ever because the, no 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 that the was P great fields i can't take any credit for that that's all aaron the pea filled super soaker is one of the funniest things and i gotta yeah. tell you he didn't warn us about any of that that was that those stories are the reason i wanted to bring him on the podcast because yeah, yeah. he just he just says the funniest stuff he just goes down a road exactly he'll he, he'll just randomly text justin and i like a full like written out story of his feelings he always tells us how albums make him feel <laughs> yeah and that's the story is like it made me feel like i was on a rocket ship and suddenly i realized i was four years old and my elbows didn't work they're just so crazy but oh. yeah and then the, uh so zeo was playing while he was yeah, t- yeah, yeah, telling that story and what was awesome is that uh it's streamed through i think npr right now it's not on um any other streaming services yet and npr doesn't autoplay mm-hmm. you have to play each episode yeah yeah and if you go back and listen which everyone should because it's hilarious it's right at the end of the last episode um a song stops right as he gets to the climax of his story and then i scrambled to start it again because uh, i was so like into it i wasn't paying attention and i went to go start it and it it lined up perfectly. It was, it's phenomenal. It was so good. But anyways, um, before we get into it this week, before we get into the usual biz nash, um, we just wanted to update you guys on a slight change being made with our release schedule. Um, basically, what we're going to be doing is we're actually going to start releasing episodes bi-weekly now, still on Mondays as per usual, but bi-weekly, and they're actually going to be a little bit longer. They're going to be closer to the hour and a half mark, and we're going to be doing probably four bands or three bands and a couple singles. You know, we're going to mix it up a little bit more. But um, the idea being that we have a little more time to prepare content for you guys, and then you guys can, 
you know, break up your listening time over two weeks instead of uh, just one week. Because an hour a week is, I think, for a lot of people, a bit much to try to get in. Because I don't know, I don't know about you, but I listen to podcasts like on my way to work and stuff, and my commute is ten minutes. So yeah, it, like one of Joe Rogan's podcasts, and he released like three a day, and they're three hours long each. So it's no, it's I listen to one a week. It yeah, takes yeah. the whole week to make it make it all the way through, which is always kind of a bummer. It is a bummer. I wish I could listen to more podcasts. In one sitting. Yeah. My Favorite Murder is another phenomenal podcast mm. that Rachel's got me into. If you check that podcast out, it's great. Uh, it's these two girls talking about, um, mostly about murders and serial killers and stuff like that. But nice. they're ultra, ultra feminists, which can get a little bit old because they try so hard to like appeal to the PC culture. So like if they're talking about a prostitute getting killed, they won't say prostitute. They'll be like a sex worker. <laughs> I know, I know. They got to keep up on all the liberalisms. It's exhausting. <laughs> it is. Anyways, uh, that's also going to free us up. We've got a couple other podcasts in the works that we're wanting to add to the Heard That umbrella. Um, some non-music related stuff that I'm very excited for. Me too. Uh, look for a lot of that early 2017. Obviously, the holidays are coming up, so we don't have time to make it. You don't have time to listen to it. That's just what it is. But, but we've got our next episode is going to be a but. banger. Oh my gosh, you guys. If you are looking at a calendar and you listen to what I just said, you'll notice that that means we have one episode left for the year. And that episode is going to be a best of episode, best albums of the year. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna try to have as many of our buddies on as possible. Um, it's gonna get crazy. Definitely our Lord and Savior Justin. Uh, probably Aaron if we can if we can steal him away from his wife and kids. Yeah. Uh, ideally Ty and Wyatt as well. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun. It's it gonna be a it's gonna be a long episode. Long. I'm hoping we can all get in the the same room at the same time for that one. That'd be a blast. Anyways, enough uh, enough dilly, enough dally, enough dilly dally. We're gonna we're gonna get right into this week. Right into this week. I I don't I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. We're gonna get right into it. But <laughs> do do you want to talk about this first band or shall I? I'm gonna go for it. Go for it. This is a little band from uh, Los Angeles, California, called Touche Amore. Post-hardcore, post hardcore, uh, melodic, kind of hardcore band. Um, very well known in this kind of punk underground metal scene. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of kind of a big deal in a lot of ways. Their vocalist, Jeremy Bohm, is kind of, uh, in a way, like the Jacob Bannon of west coast it's funny you say that because i listened to i mean i think i made it three songs deep and i was like this band's affiliated with jacob bannon yeah, yeah. and sure enough very were, good friends they're on death wish yeah very good friends yeah he uh he definitely got them got them moving in the right direction and they they help out with a lot of stuff with um converge and do a lot with them um but yeah a band from uh which is kind of crazy to think they're they started in 2007 oh my um, gosh really? they have cranked out the material that they have um, but also have the recognition they do in only, I don't know, like nine years. That's really, really crazy. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, and they're a really hardworking band. Uh, yeah, nine Jeremy years. Jeremy Bohm, you're right. He he actually runs a radio show too. Uh, and Associated he, Acts, Dad Punchers, Dad slash Warm Thoughts. <laughs> we should. <laughs> you think that's their whole name? Dad it's got to be slash Warm Thoughts. It's got to be one group. That's pretty tight. Dad Punchers slash um, Warm Thoughts. I love it. <laughs> The my first introduction to this band was uh, the 2010 record or 2011 actually, uh, "Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me." Uh, it's an, actually a record I really really love. Yeah. Um, fast, heavy, beautiful lyrics. 
really beautiful guitar work as well. Uh, that's kind of a staple for this band. They, they're fast punk band um, with melodic guitars that do some stuff that a lot of fast they have faster that, bands don't do. They have that kind of like old school, really angsty vocal style too. Yeah, which yeah. I do get into that. Yeah, I do. As fans of Converge. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, I think, a little tamer than yeah, Converge, yeah, but definitely. still awesome. Definitely. Um, and actually, and then in uh, 2013, they released an album called Is Survived By. And that was, I think, got some mixed reviews from fans that were used to um, the more melodic sound, more um, heartfelt lyrics. Heartfelt. Uh, this That record was a lot faster and a lot darker. Mm. Um and left some of the kind of happier lyrics. Uh, it's a pretty dark record all around, and it can be pretty, I don't know, overwhelming to, to a lot of people, I mm. think. But it's a, I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Uh, I would still say Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me is still my go-to when it comes to their stuff. Yeah. Um, but have you have you heard of this band before? I have not, and they've got a okay. ton of material. Yes. Oh, so oh many gosh. EPs. like. Too many. I feel like I've heard the name quite a bit. I've just never, you know, I struggle to get into bands like this a lot. That mm-hmm. kind of like, um, super like modern. I guess I'd call it modern emo. Yeah, yeah. I just struggle with it. I did really enjoy this album though. Um, I think the only problem I had with it was the production style or the recording style, the mixing style, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. I feel like the vocals sit on top of the music way too much for the yeah. style of vocals. I feel like if they were a little more buried, it would be cooler. But again, that, that's not really anything that makes makes or breaks the album. But that's always been something with them. Uh, every really? record, their vocals are way mm. up on top of the mix. Um, I just don't think it works again for this particular vocal style. Yeah, it offers a lot of clarity though. Which I, if that's something they value, if mm. they want their listeners to be able to very clearly interpret the lyrics and understand. Yeah, uh, what he's trying to say. It, it, this works. It just—I get what you're saying. That it kind of throws off the whole the whole mix uh, because there's some really cool guitar stuff going on underneath, right? Where, where his vocals are going over it's the like top of everything. They're forcing you to listen to the vocals, and I'm—that's like a pop thing. I don't have a problem with the lyrics by any means, but they're not like the coolest lyrics mm-hmm. I've ever heard. So it's—I don't—I don't see a reason to shove those in my face. But um, but yeah, I, like I said, I never listened to this band. I thought it was really really cool. Uh, the album didn't have a whole lot of definition from song to song. It all kind of flows together, which, you know, could be viewed as good or bad, depending on your preference. I like it. Yeah, and the songs are super short. I like it for this style of music, I should say. I don't always like that. But, yeah, the songs are really short. But I found myself, when I was listening, continually stopping and checking to see what song I was listening to. Because, um, there's yeah, it's there's a lot of songs on this album, but it's not a long album. Yeah, so yeah. it moves very quick. Yeah. Which is nice. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of a good change of pace. We've had a lot of right. really long records this year. Yeah. Uh, one of which oh we're going to talk about later two on this episode. Two of which. Yeah, two of which on this on this very episode. So it's kind of nice to have something quick, fast. Kind of, yeah. I mean, as crazy as this can be and hectic and heavy and fast. Right. Uh, it is easy to listen to. Hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, uh, uh, people that come from like our background. Yeah. Um, yeah. That are into heavy music, they, this will be very easy for them to put on and just like let it go. Yeah, I think um, so. I, I agree with that. the The lyrics are very sad. Um, mm-hmm. So buckle up. Like I said, it's like new wave emo. It's just ugh, so sad. 
But um, there's no happiness. There is. We <laughs> will all die alone. There's one song. Uh, I think the song was it the one we just listened to. Let me check here, or it'll drive me crazy. Uh, yeah, it was the it was the one we just listened to. Displacement. It's just all about uh, what I assume based upon the age she says in the song. It's about his grandma dying, and it's so sad, <laughs> so sad. Uh, but you know, very well written. Also, very well written. Uh, sorry, I'm 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 dealing with some encoding issues. Sweet. Just why I'm just staring blankly in one direction. The people love that. Gotta love those encoding issues. Still trying to figure this whole live thing out. It's not as easy as you might think. It's not that easy. Particularly because Facebook's client really sucks. Yeah. Facebook just sucks. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. Although they are beaming internet to the whole world with their airplane or their drones. I, I bet Google does it first and better and cheaper. Ooh, 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 and ooh. Uh-oh. Uh, Facebook already did it. Have you not heard about this? Well, I understand that they're like, they've got these balloons that they're, is oh, this no, different? No, 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 no. This is, this is a wing, the width of a Boeing 747 that's about that wide all the way across. It runs on the power of like, I think it's like three hair dryers. Hmm. Um, and it just flies around beaming internet to third world countries. Oh, it's kind of like a drone. Yeah. So prepare for some of the dankest memes from uh, some <laughs> North Koreans and some some uh, because they don't know they don't have the internet, <laughs> and now they do. They're just gonna because something <laughs> they so do I, have the internet. So though. this is interesting. I have been to actually quite a few third world countries. Um, the most recent one was I think Africa was the most recent one. And everyone, the, the like continent. people who literally the live, continent of Africa, yeah. What? Where? Where did you say the country I went to is Africa? What did I say? Yeah, that's what you oh, said. Oh, I said the country, the, oh. the country of Africa. I'm an American. It's cool. Uh, we're allowed to be stupid. We gotta. We have our pass. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But um, people who literally live in mud huts have cell phones. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So it's not crazy to. It's also not crazy to think that if there was free Wi-Fi, granted, I'm sure the signal from beamed from an airplane is not going to be great, but. You know, it's not crazy to think that they couldn't actually utilize that in some way. I don't know how. Um, I'm sure, uh, you know, cyber cafes are huge there for money-making yeah, yeah. possibilities because people can work from a computer doing data entry or, yeah. or what have you. But anyways, that's... No, I love this this conversation because I was just topic. watching a documentary earlier about smart infrastructure in cities. Oh, really? Like building up cities with the infrastructure in place to make sure that, um, that we can continue to uh, develop third world countries in that way hmm. i think that's fascinating that whole thing is really really cool uh the issue is when it it comes to who pays for it yeah uh there's a lot of and battles hey if there. facebook is down with paying for it if they want to foot the bill that's cool well they'll foot the bill at a for a for a price oh yeah i uh, mean I, at this point my guess would be that this is mostly mostly exposure um and to get facebook every single person on the facebook platform well that too but my guess is they're going to launch like two planes and give internet to maybe a couple thousand people. And then after a few years, they'll re- they'll say, eh, it's not working as well as we yeah. wanted. Ground the planes. and It's uh, it's an R&D. Exactly. Well, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just a advertising gimmick to yeah. make people go, oh, my gosh, Facebook is so good. They are saving the world. Mark Zuckerberg, <sighs> you're not that great. Facebook. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Anyways. <laughs> Let's keep moving. I think we railroaded the conversation hard enough. We're going to move on to this next uh, fellow. Here's a record we didn't see coming. Oh, no, we didn't. (laughs) No, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) This is Childish Gambino's new uh, full-length 
Um, the album is called something. Awaken My Love. Thank you. It's called Awaken My Love. And I thought it was hot garbage. Let's get your thoughts, Jordan. I well, let's it. talk about Gambino first. Yeah. Might as well. So Donald Glover is a... Um, everything. He does everything. He Yeah, he's an all-in-one, which is interesting that people are like blown away by that because that not long ago, that was the standard for an yeah. entertainer. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look at like your Steve Martins. You got to be able to sing, you got to be funny, and you got to be able to act. Those are like the three. Um, <laughs> if you want to make gi- it like... I was going to give an example, but I'm not going to now. You can't do just one of those. And that's so rare now, which is crazy. So people are like, oh my gosh, he sings well, and he's a good actor? No. Yeah, Ew, and he's a pretty decent actor. And I like his stuff. Donald Glover takes it even further. He's a fantastic writer. That's very true. He's uh, a he's great comedy writer. A really talented filmmaker. Very good filmmaker. Also, his stand-up is actually pretty yeah, dynamite. He's not yeah. done a ton of it. Um, I think he's trying to kind of veer away from yeah. having a silly persona. I think he wants to be taken more seriously. I mean, he, he became um, publicly well-known through uh, Community, the show yeah, yeah. he was on, where he great literally show. just played. Like, For a while. He played something that I really kind of hate seeing in television which is but he's not one of those kind of characters yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an african-american fellow who's a nerd what <laughs> it's just like yeah yeah you know just let him act on his own merit and, and he proved himself i think they probably wrote him onto the show to be kind of like a flash in the pan mm-hmm. and he really proved himself to be uh, a really uh, great talent yeah he broke through that mold which was really he, cool to see he did he made his character i think probably my favorite part of that show me too um him and especially him and amir's uh or not amir uh ahmed ahmed thank you i was thinking of jake and amir the college humor yeah anyways so he's a very talented actor. His stand-up is great, even though he refuses to do it now. His music has been phenomenal. He put out a first full-length bonfire, which did pretty well. Yeah. I don't think anybody expected it. So, And he didn't really promo- promote it too much. That was during Community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was crazy. Um, and then after that, he put out, because the internet, which <sighs> blew the world apart, it, um, it was revolutionary, really, and people treated it as such. And it put him on the map musically it's incredible um it is incredible and then he put out about a thousand mixtapes because for some reason this dude loves mixtapes <laughs> he put out two right yeah two two Kauai and stone mountain no there's another one outside of Kauai because Kauai was an ep it wasn't a mixtape that's true it's stone mountain though uh there was another one let's see if i can find the name of it let's see if i'm let's see if i'm quick enough on my feet nope i can't Nobody cares. Nobody cares to catalog uh, mixtapes, but you can find it on YouTube yeah, yeah. if you care to look for it. He doesn't put them on Spotify or anything like that. And it's I, I, called Stone Mountain. I've not. Like, there's more than one. I know there is. Stone and Mountain. Stone. stone I'm not kidding. Mountain. That's what it is. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Let's keep going. I didn't care for either of the mixtapes. Eh, it was yeah. it was okay. It, it was like gangster rap, which was outside of what he had done on because of the internet. Right. It was really weird. So that brings us to this album, which just kind of appeared in a way. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he hyped it up a little bit, but he's gotten his acting career has really taken off. He was in Playboy. <laughs> what is that movie called? Magic Mike. Playboy. Oh, yeah. He's in I Magic Mike that. XXL. He was in The Martian. The he Lazarus was Effect. In Lazarus Effect. Um, which I didn't see. Did you see? I did, actually. I thought it was okay. It was the ending It looked that, like garbage. Really? Oh, I thought it looked terrible. I thought the movie was okay. The ending was pretty weak. That was my only problem with it. Um, but his acting was great. Yeah. And I absolutely am in love with What's-Her-Face, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. 
but he's done, he's been doing a lot of stuff on the acting front, which is awesome. And he kind of put the music thing to bed for a minute. Um, he, I mean, he said he was done. That was what was crazy. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I mean, he's just was like, yeah, th- I think that's it. So because the internet came out in 2013, and I totally understand the feeling of like, well, that's the best I'm going to do because that album is exceptional. I come back to it all the time. Yeah, same. All the time. And then he put out this album. And I'm going to just really quick do a, a silent groan. Because that's how I feel about this album. The entire album? There are maybe two songs that I feel differently about, but there's still nothing that I care to get from him. This at, is a, at this, all. This isn't a rap album at all. This no, is, no, this it's is definitely a, not. This it's is a like funk a, and blues. Funk, blues, and R&B. Yeah. None of those things do I think he's good at making. Really? I think You don't think is. he's good at making R&B songs? No. Oh, dude. I think he's I think he's good at mixing R&B with his own style. Okay. Like and we saw that a couple times on a Yeah, I was going to say. Even like I would even consider Telegraph Avenue that, you know, mm-hmm. definitely the chillest song on that album in my opinion, um vocally at least. And I thought that was like a per- a perfect marriage of his style with like a little bit more R&B style. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as aggressive as some of the other tracks on there. Yeah. But he kills address aggressive tracks. Mm-hmm. Like he's so good at it. <laughs> Why we he didn't even give us one? Yeah, he, he I know. Didn't no, even give us one. Well, you could argue that this song was that song. <sighs> it's not. It's the not blues a, part in the middle. A, it's not a rap song. No, though. it's not. None of this I'm, is rap. I'm, no, no, it's not. I'm saying he he's what he's good at is aggressive rap music, and then throwing in like R and B curve, you know, right hooks out of nowhere. Um, that's what, in my opinion, blending those two styles in the way that he did is what made because of the internet awesome. And then this is just like, there are so many songs on this album that were so bleh for me that it totally overshadowed any songs that I might have thought were good. Really? There are probably four songs on this album that if he had mixed it with other music that we would expect a little, even a little bit more of what we would have expected, I think they would have been killer. And I wouldn't have viewed them as filler either. I would have viewed them as uh, intermissions or segues. Okay, so the song that just started playing is called California. I hate this song. This song, if anyone ever comes up to me and says, hey, that album's really good, I'm going to force them to listen to this song all the way through and say, it's good, it's good, over and over, because it's not. It's garbage. Listen to this. To me, it's awful. This is so much like Kauai, though. And I hated really? Kawhi. Yeah. I didn't like Kawhi either, but I, uh, I think Kawhi is even better than this. But I can't say that this album is like there are the majority of these songs are bad. Oh, I can. There are several bad songs. Do you and think this, this is, is good R and B? You think he put out this a good song R&B right here? Album? No, because no, I don't think song. it's R and B. What do you think it is? Well, I think okay. it's I think it's funk. Most of it is funk. To and me. I can get down with funk, man. That's uh, the thing. Like I like funk music. I. I didn't know what to expect with this record because honestly, I had no clue any of this was coming out until me and your mama, right, was released. It just popped out, out of and nowhere. it just kind of was like, oh, he's uh, gonna he, release he a new record. Out, and he I, threw out a little bit of artwork before that, but that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. The album cover itself, actually, right, which is right. really, really cool looking. Yeah, it's very, um, very interesting. You should look up a, a performance that he's been doing. He's been he's played like a couple shows since he released the record. Yeah, and he's basically like dressed like that. The cover. Ugh. Weird. It's crazy. It's really bizarre. Yeah. It's like a form of surrealism almost. Okay. Um, like he's trying to put you in a really weird spot. Kind of like the uh, word kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just making it bizarre. Kind of. But I think he's trying to reach a place that most of his listeners can't go with him. Like they, yeah. they are not capable of understanding what he's trying to do. 
Right. Uh, therefore, it's kind of like, in a way, falling on deaf ears. Uh, and I could believe that. I could believe that he's just doing something that I don't get, you know? Y- yeah. I'm not, I'm not so uh, ignorant that I don't think I can... Or I'm, I'm not so, you know... I, it's not that I, but, I think I get everything. This no, could yeah, just yeah. be something that's flying straight over my head. It's just that I, I feel like I know what he was trying to do as, as far as the genre goes, as far as the style of music he was trying to create, and I don't think he did a good job. And I'm bummed to hear that because I yeah. wanted this to be good. Yeah. I'm bummed to say that, rather. I, I wanted this to be awesome. I would I would say that half of this record is worth listening to, and half of it is just like a lot. There's a lot of really repetitious parts that just get really obnoxious. Uh, a no lot joke. of really not so well thought out choruses that were supposed to feel like much bigger than they were. Right. Um, but that's okay. I think part of being an artist is understanding your core audience and understanding like what they need and what they're capable of at this point. Right. Uh, rather than stretching them super far and saying like. Oh, good luck. Good luck, like, digesting this whole record. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is this is a song on this record, Redbone. Um, this is Redbone, right? This is Redbone. Yeah, yeah. uh, that I would say is a really, really good song. I like this song. Um, this was one of the couple songs that, again, I think if it, if it was blended in with the style of music that he's good at making, I think it would have been a, another Dynamite album. Yeah. You know and uh, that's I mean? fair. I totally think that review's I fair. I think he departed way too much from the style of music that he's been making. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of wonder if he's just done with rap. Like he just got over that thing and was you now he's trying to figure out where he goes from here. <sighs> I feel like he belongs to and again, I mean, you know I love Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. I love almost everything he's done, whether it's acting, comedy, writing, mm-hmm. music. Um but I feel like he's belonging to a group of uh I'll call them entertainers who it, their sole purpose is to try to be the next whatever, mm-hmm. um, try to somehow be revolutionary and, and blow people's minds and be on that level. Like Jaden Smith. Th- that kid, is he thinks that he's at some intellectual level that none of us will ever achieve, and he's really just trying. He's just... He's actually just really dumb. It's not even that he's dumb, I don't think. I think he just doesn't realize that... While it may not appear this way, people have things figured out that he thinks he's like blowing yeah, people's he's, minds. He's with. the only person that understands. Right, exactly. Uh, I think he's just a moron. I do too, but I think there's a a growing group of entertainers that are trying to do that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And him and uh, uh, Donald are even friends. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I think it's the just separation like, there is that we know Gambino can do that. Right. He's done it, so now he's trying to figure out how he does it again. And that's yeah. fair. As an artist, that's fair. Uh, you, If he just keeps doing the same thing over and over, it's, he will not be satisfied in it. It's the whole thing of like... It's it, a balance he has to strike. It's a balance he has to strike, but you know... Okay, so again, because the internet is awesome. Bonfires had some good songs. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah not world on the same level. Not even close. But I don't think he went from Bonfires and said, all right, now I got to try to do something crazy to blow their minds. He just made another album and progressed as an artist. This doesn't feel like an artistic progression. This feels like, oh, I got to make something crazy. But I think that's that's what he was trying to do is just progress, trying to do something different. Yeah. I think he's just trying to break his own mold because he did something incredible. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I respect his his right to make whatever kind of music he wants to make. Yeah. And I respect any artist's right to make whatever music they want to make. But I also don't feel an obligation to stick with him because yeah, I like yeah, his yeah. other material. Yeah. Um, Which is, that's like, 
that's the capitalistic side of right. uh, like taking in content, listening to music, being a fan of something. Is you what's have the, your vote, you can cast your vote. What's the line Bo Burnham used in his recent stand-up special? He's like, "Don't." He's like, "Don't stick with me through thick and thin. I'm in the service industry. I'm just overpaid." <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I stop producing the kind of product that you want, throw me to the curb. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's pretty true. And it that's, is. That would be the point that. I think a lot of these guys don't understand is yeah. we don't Kanye West is a perfect example. Oh I gosh. love Kanye, but he doesn't understand that he doesn't des- or he's not entitled to us following everything he does or giving or, or caring about what he's doing. Right. Um, he has to make us care and I, that can either divulge into um, or divulge rather into him doing insane stuff. Right. Like what he's been doing. Or uh, just him being like really pompous and walking around and demanding us. I kind of want to talk with you about Kanye, and this feels like a, a decent enough point. Yeah, um, why we'll, not? Just, we'll just keep Gambino playing. Uh, okay, so we'll probably get to one of the other bad tracks. Are you are you familiar with what's been going on with Kanye yes. recently? Okay, yes. so for those of you listening who are not maybe not familiar, <clears throat> long story short, he, he gone crazy. He's been on the Life of Pablo tour for a long time. <laughs> He is married to one of the most vapid and soulless beings that exists on our planet, um, Kim Kardashian. She represents um, consumerism and uh, a shallowness that um, I never thought we'd reach as, as a civilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's definitely not the first to be "quote unquote" famous yeah. for that kind of thing. But anyways, so Kanye he's- made her famous though. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, he's around that 24-7, right? That's his life. Yeah, yeah. He is on the Life of Pablo tour for a long time. He goes on a rant one night about quite a few things, um, but basically the headline that everyone was talking about is that he said that he did not vote in the recent presidential election, but if he had, he would have voted for Donald Trump. Um, And he stated some reasons that were definitely contrary to what I would call the average Trump supporter. Yeah. Um, And and actually, in my opinion, some of his conclusions were fairly well thought out. Mm -hmm. Maybe not conclusions that I would draw, um, for sure. But he made some good points. And what was interesting to me is what happened immediately after that. In my my opinion, shows that... um, And and, and we'll have to see how this plays out over the next couple months. I think his career is over. You do? Because uh, the next night, um, he played two songs, I think, and then ranted again for like 15 minutes, and then the show was over, and people yeah. were furious. He was then checked into a hospital. No one knows why. Supposedly, he had a mental breakdown. For his own health or safety. For his own health. People are talking about how Kim Kardashian is saying she's going to divorce him, because obviously, her career relies lo- largely on her ability to attach herself to whatever is current. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that Kanye West's career is done because I think the co- corporate overlords, so to speak, are done with him. They want him to. They want him to approach the right kind of people in the right kind of way, and to. And I think that that them forcing him to do that is what's made him come across so crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Oh often. yeah. Yeah. And I think we saw a moment of realness from Kanye at those shows. And because I think he's a, I have my own feelings about his music and what that and whatnot. But I think he's a very real person who, in a lot of ways, accidentally got that popular. Yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. think his handlers, so to speak, don't like him 
because they don't want real people in those positions. They want fake people that they can market and manipulate. sell, manipulate. You know, a lot of his artistic ventures appeal largely to a unbranded lifestyle, which mm-hmm. is weird that he's married to Kim Kardashian. I don't know how that happened. But, like, look, you look at his clothing line or even his shoe line. Yeah. Very plain. A lot of his clothing stuff, you could even argue, looks like something like a homeless person would wear. Yeah. And um, he he represents such a minimalistic lifestyle in those ways which is and, and even, even his music you know he's in a he exists in a genre that speaks largely of opulence especially at that level of popularity mm-hmm. speaks largely of opulence and an opulent lifestyle and his music is not about that it's about the way he feels about things yeah the way he thinks about things that's kind of how he got his start was like he was a rapper who was willing to talk about his feelings right and that didn't exist it blew in people's minds. the early 2000s right exactly and now that's like the i think the new underground wave of rap music yeah. like gambino yeah yeah uh, that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and the whole like opulent, flashy style of rap is kind of being seen as silly. And but now, but anyways, now, back to Kanye. We're discussing this, and it's like look at his friend group, look at the people around him, right? Like Jay Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, and you know that night when he was talking about all that, he said like he started like talking about Beyonce and Jay Z, and then he said right. something about Jay Z like don't uh, don't send your guys after my head or something like that. Yeah. Like, like he Kanye actually thinks he's going to get killed. Is basically oh, yeah. what he's saying, I, I um, and, and I think that that could potentially happen. I mean, yeah. I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist, but if the amount of money that gets thrown around on the mainstream corporate music level, yeah. it, you'd be ignorant to believe that there's not some serious stuff that happens in that world. Yeah, some serious uh, interactions and things like that. Do I think a hitman is going to come kill Kanye because he said he would have voted for Donald Trump? No. But I think that the powers that be will do everything they can to end his career. Yes. In every way they can. I think that Kim Kardashian is going to leave him probably within the next month or two. And, you know, obviously attach herself to some other popular person he's in right now. Because that's what she does. But she she's irrelevant. She doesn't matter. But don't you think it's interesting that this is one of the first times where we've really seen very closely what happens to someone when at that level of popularity they start speaking their mind yeah. and they're not saying what they're told to, to say. Especially Kanye is at the top. Oh, he's at the very tippy top. He's He is the top and yeah. he is – he's always been – Well, Mozart still sold the most albums for this year, so. <laughs> Thank you for I don't that know if you little that. tidbit. That's beautiful. Um, but I mean, he's, he's pretty much as big as it gets at this point and, uh, is out of control on every level. Uh, he, he does, he probably doesn't feel like he's in control of what's going on, but, um, to see what he's doing and kind of like saying, speaking his mind, like that's what this whole thing's about. Right. Um, speak your mind. You should not feel entitled to feed people what they think they need to hear right uh if you're an artist say what you want and i was kind of digging into like what he was saying about uh trump and a lot of what he was talking about is like he respected what trump did during the election and really how trump masterminded uh the the idea that there's no such thing as bad press right uh trump really engineered that this this election cycle and really utilized it to his advantage because uh if you looked in the news yeah his name was there everywhere right all the time um and not only that um something that i found really interesting about his campaign and i don't want to get too political here mm -hmm. but i don't know if you do this donald trump didn't spend any money on attack ads yeah that's 
my microphone. He didn't have to. He didn't need to. Hillary Clinton spent something like twelve million dollars. Some I, I read that to it was to advertise for Donald Trump. Just yeah, just attack ads, not all advertising, just attack ads. Enough money to fix the Flint water crisis, something like three times over. Which, and he spent so little on advertising. I don't know if you've noticed, but all his ads were. Um, Promotions for to sell the hat mm-hmm. and videos where he just basically said paid for by Donald Trump picture of him giving a thumbs up. That's yeah. it. It is genius. It is is a marketing ploy is what it was. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Po- politicians don't know how to market themselves. That's the problem. And, yeah, exactly. And a business dude don't. did. So right. it just and Kanye is the kind of person that recognizes and now that. Now he's our president. Good job, idiots. <laughs> yeah. And they say oh, advertising geez. doesn't work. Advertising. Okay. If you're listening to this and you think to yourself at night, what makes the world work? How does it all go around? Who makes the decisions? Advertising money runs the world. Google. If you start at any point and follow the money backwards, all that money goes to advertising. Advertising runs the world. Absolutely. Which is insanity. Insanity. If you want to revitalize any industry... Make advertising a bigger element in that industry. Video making, mm-hmm. YouTube. What did the market do? It created a platform to show people videos that they could advertise on. That they could advertise the crap out of. Yep. Banner ads, uh, box ads, video ads. Yeah. Hulu. Same. Netflix. Not as much advertising in Netflix, but they're still they advertise their own products. Yeah, exactly. Netflix engineered it so that they could do it in a way that everyone's like, right. oh, of course I want to watch that cool Netflix show. Yeah. Oh, they recommend I watch this show. Oh, it looks cool. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. The actual content on their website are advertisements. They're getting advertising money from the film companies. It's mm-hmm. it's insanity. Advertising money runs it all. Anyways, I'm spe- speaking of these crazy conspiracy Kanye conversations that we're having. Uh, I'm going to move us on to the next artist we're talking about, which is none other than the weekend, the weekend, the weekend, and his, in my opinion, awesome new album, uh, which has just come out. If you're not familiar with the weekend, it's a guy named Abel. He makes some sweet, sweet beats. He's got a very, very smooth voice. Very smooth voice. He will steal your girl. Oh my gosh. It's just the sexiest music. Let's also talk about his hair. His hair is ridiculous. Not, not anymore, though. I know. Okay. It's cra- kind of crazy. So he used to have hair that literally looked like two palm trees springing out of his head. It made no sense. I don't know who told him. But somehow it worked. <sighs> I don't think it... Well, Dude. from certain angles, it looks cool. But uh, then you see him like from the back or something, and you're like, ugh. That guy, guy goes anywhere, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh. It's the weekend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at him. Uh, advertising. <laughs> exactly. He branded himself. He branded himself with a crazy hair. Yeah, yeah, no joke. So I want to kind of, I feel like a lot of people know who The Weeknd is. Yes. Um, so I'm going to kind of skip past that a little bit. I do want to say about this album that it is currently my second favorite album of his. Number one is Kiss Land. This is number okay. two. I was going to ask which, where, well, like from where, where yeah. your second one was, or first one was. Um, Kiss Land is still my favorite. It's the smoothest by far. Yeah. The least aggressive. For sure. And he went a lot poppier on... Um, Beauty, wow. Beauty Behind the Madness. Yeah, I and, really like that record. That's probably my favorite. Beauty Behind the Madness. Yeah, oh, really, I do too. It's I, phenomenal. That's probably my favorite. I don't think he has a record that I dislike. This one is definitely longer. A lot of content on this one, and I think you and I would agree that there are a couple songs on this one that are not as good. Yeah, not as good. But I think 
he got away from a lot of the really poppy stuff. Mm-hmm. This one sounds a little poppy, but that's because he teamed up with Daft Punk and their style. I mean, you can listen to this beat and immediately be like, oh, Daft but, Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so obvious. But it fits his vocals really well. I love this part here. Oh, his voice is his just... voice is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And this is a guy who literally worked his way from the bottom up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew people, uh, I think it was Wyatt. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think Wyatt saw him at like some tiny venue way back when, when he was nobody, and now he's somebody. Um, but anyways, I, I totally lost my train of thought. My father um, texted me, how can I hear your podcast? And I just kind of like froze like, oh no. There's, it's not available anywhere except <laughs> right, for Europe. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, then um, he put out Beauty Behind the Madness, a lot poppier. Yeah, La Poppier puts out this album. It's more of a mix of poppy, not poppy. There are some, I guess, more poppy songs that I'm super into. He kind of took like a very broad influence from a lot of different eras of pop, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. It's got some like that 80s, like Like pop. Yeah. The Daft Punk style. Um, And then it's got like kind of more of like the real R&B, like 2000s pop kind of stuff, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm his production is phenomenal. exceptional like it's exceptional so uh so so clean so we've do do you have any other thoughts about this album specifically you'd like to discuss before i get on to my next thing that i want to talk about with us the advertising for this record was insane i was in new york like two months ago yeah um and it was everywhere just the cover of this record i believe it and there was no like there was there may have been Starboy written on it this is gonna sell so well in clubs like oh, like yeah, his yeah. last album did as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That those cities will push this like nothing else. Yes, uh, it was it was kind of cool to see. And then the, his Starboy was playing everywhere. It's a killer single. Yes, it is killer single. Maybe his best yet. Single? Yeah. Ooh. Because uh, I can't feel or can't feel my face sucked. I see. I kind of like it after it my, grew on me over over a long period of time. By far, my least favorite song on that album. My number one favorite was Acquainted. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That one. Yeah. yeah. That one's my favorite. It's just Uh, so catchy. Oh, it is. The whole, everything he does is catchy. Even his like tracks where, you know, clearly it's, I guess you'd call it filler or, Mm -hmm. you know, clearly they weren't promoting that song as much. Yeah. yeah. Even those are, I mean, especially Kissland. You Mm -hmm. listen front to back through that album and you can't tell where one song starts and the next ends. Yeah, yeah. One, where one song ends and the next starts, uh, it's exceptional. But anyways, any any other thoughts you have about this album? I know it's not your Let's favorite, but still yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm definitely gonna listen to it. I always feel like his albums are really, really long. Mm. And that is a complaint I have with everything he's ever done. I is would, just I too would many agree. Tracks. See, here's the problem. I would agree, but I listen through his albums and I always think to myself, oh, I just want some more. <laughs> I just want some more. When I first, okay, so Justin, <clears throat> as with everything, he, I, I'm such a, um, a musical, uh, um, hermit in a way. A monk. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll find some bands that I like and I'll just crank those bands forever. And people will be like, listen to this band, listen to this band. And it'll be like, no, I don't want to. You know what I mean? I and just then Justin put it tells off, you and you do it. Well, it, like, no, no, it's worse. It's so much worse for him. He'll like, okay, so the weekend, he bought the Kissland, um, the CD, mm-hmm. years and years and years ago. And he had it in his car. He'd be like, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. And I'd just be like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it. And then I think even one time on the way home from a show um, for the band we were in uh, before, Foreman Void, 
he like played some and I just totally tuned it out. Maybe even put in ear earbuds or something because um, I'm the worst. And then uh, a year or two ago, I was driving his Jeep and found the CD and popped it in. And I was just like, <gasps> oh, and listened to it nonstop for weeks. And I was like, this weekend guy. And he's like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> I tried. And I'm just like, I know. Sorry. It happens all the time. All the time. I just want to jump in here. This song rules. This is False Alarm. It does rule. This song. Uh, more Definitely one of the more upbeat and poppy songs. It kind of, in a way, like reminds me of like a, a Michael Jackson song. Like the real 80s synth pop kind of stuff. And oh, then the, sure. like his really wild vocals in it. Like he's not. What? Yeah, yeah, that thing. It's really cool. I really, yeah. really like this song. He is a, he is a heck of a talent. <laughs> okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about with him. There's some crazy business going on, some crazy business. If any of you guys have seen his music videos, you'll know that they are very theatrical. <laughs> Come over here so that people can see your face. <laughs> I, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Oh, but I love it. I love it. But anyways. Okay, they're very theatrical. I'm trying to think of where to even begin with this. There are fan Satan. theories. <laughs> There's fan theories about his music videos that basically detail the story of him. There's two main ones, and the, the new videos he's released uh, promote that even more. So something that happened with this new album is he removed his iconic hair, and in my opinion, he looks way better without it. Uh, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he is. Um, he represents that kind of soullessness that, for some reason, we all aspire to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways in the okay so rewind to his last album and, and some people say even the albums before that tie into it basically his music videos supposedly detail the story of him either there, like i said there's two main ones one is him meeting the devil selling his soul to the devil killing himself and then killing the devil right throughout all of his videos mm -hmm. and um there's like scenes where uh in the in the music video for uh Starboy, he's got a giant like neon light up cross that he's smashing all the awards he's won with and he, he there's uh, a him like you can tell from his former hairstyle and he kills him with a he kills himself with a bag essentially puts a bag over um old hairstyles head and new hairstyle chokes him out and kills him and then uh, buries him in the desert buries himself it's crazy. People are, are thinking that that represents like him rejecting the level of fame he's achieved and he wants to get back to just being himself and things like that, which musically, I think we did kind of see that happen with yeah, this yeah. album. I love this song right here. It's so cool. So many of the beats are so cool. I typically don't like the songs that he does with pop beats, but this mm -hmm. one is an exception for sure. Love this song. This song is rocking. But anyways, uh, so that's the first one. Um, there's a lot of representation of like the devil and stuff like that. And then the second one is that the videos don't take place in order. And he essentially, it's really confusing, but he meets the devil, rejects a deal with the devil, kills the devil and becomes famous on his own merit. There's all these theories. I highly, highly encourage you to go watch his music videos just cause they're super entertaining. And then, uh, and then look up the fan theories online and, and read along because it's really interesting. The guy that they get to play the devil, supposedly, again, I mean, it's not confirmed, but it's this just horrifying looking man or woman. I'm honestly not sure. Uh, it's that kind of gross old where you just can't tell. 
You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's Gross. super into it. Gross. Palpatine in the, in the uh, original Star Wars trilogy. Oh my gosh, that's so right. That's so right. It's that same look, but with like lipstick. Yeah, I yeah. feel like there's lipstick in certain scenes. But yeah, this album is is dynamite, as I expected it to be. Uh, this is, for me, this is what I wanted from Gambino, kind of. Just like an extension of what you're already good at. Yeah. That's what I'm into. That's what Derek likes, but... Unfortunately, they don't like to give us that. Nope. They don't like to make it easy on us. Nope. Which is cool. It's cool. I get it. Again, I, I respect an artist's ability to create the content that they want to create. Yeah. But it, it is time, frustrating. It's just like, man... I don't care to hear this, and I don't think many of your fans do either. I'll be interested to see how many people essentially, and this is, we talked about this a little earlier, but this has become more and more common that people are like, well, I like this album because it's Gambino. They don't, yeah, they don't care whether it's good or not. Right, right. And I think that's a big problem with the music industry is people becoming too fiercely devoted to certain people. um, Yeah, exactly. Rather than what they're making. The, The melding of stardom and quality artistry is in my opinion it's destroying any artistic endeavor yeah that has a camera pointed at it i agree with you You know music is in a big way is a is a disaster because too much money is being given to people that are not producing quality content you're just sticking with them because they're famous and you care about them as people for some reason uh well if anything (sighs) our culture has proven that people like people they follow people they don't care for the most part about artistry right they don't they just want to beat that makes so them feel wrong. good about themselves. And it's so messed up. It is. Uh, it is. That's why we see uh, these incredible underground bands that are doing phenomenal things for 20 years. Right. Spending their whole career playing rooms that cap it less so than a thousand people. Right. And that's it for them. And then Nickelback is on their 700th national tour. Yeah. Playing every giant stadium in the world. It's just so disgusting. Ariana Grande is making as much money as a professional football player. For the, for the type of music that she creates. That's disgusting. Well, I, I have a lot to say about the professional football player, too. But I, Any entertainment industry personnel does not need to be paid, does not need to be compensated at the level that they're being compensated. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. I defy you to give me a reason why someone who... And, and I'm not saying that their job isn't difficult and they don't deserve to be compensated well. Yes. But someone who's literally devoted their life to kicking th- and throwing a football around does not deserve 14 million a year out of college yeah that's stupid it also destroys a person it destroys the person and we see that often in pop music mm-hmm. a lot a lot in pop music and in acting that that level you know you know who it really inspires me to this front is dave Chappelle. Oh. Um, dave Chappelle quite literally had it all uh, he had a killer tv show an awesome stand-up career he was living the life and he was offered something like a $60 million, 40 or $50 million deal by Comedy Central. Um, and he literally just said, nope, that level of money corrupts people and just dipped off the map. That's so cool. Dipped off the radar for like, what, 10 years? Yeah. At least. And now he's back doing stuff. But he, he literally just, without announcing it, started doing a club tour and they collected people's phones at the door so they couldn't record. He didn't want people to know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think he... He, he did. He did do a, a larger deal with Netflix to do a uh, stand-up special. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, I feel like the idea that an entertainer should just be someone who makes a good living if they do good work, just like any other job in this world, mm-hmm. 
I don't know why that's a crazy concept for so many people. Like, oh, you're a really good actor. You probably make what, 150 grand a year? You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's just people are like, no, he's an actor. He makes 40 million dollars a movie. You know, and it's just like, what? Why? I'm a pop star. I make three million dollars a year to play music. Uh, why? Yeah. Why? Not necessary. Aren't you doing the thing that you love? Isn't that fulfilling to I you? Am, like, do you really need the money to do it? You don't. Yeah. Well, they, they do, but yeah, exactly. But again, they're advertising pawns. It yeah. all comes back to advertising money. You go watch um, Nicki Minaj's music video for Anaconda. It's proof that sex. Here's a common phrase: sex sells. Mm-hmm. Not true. Sex sells other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's literally just and it's it's the most animal level of gorilla or of of advertising that i've ever seen it's literally here's a woman's butt now here's a beats pill go buy a beats pill another woman's butt another beats pill go buy a beats pill another woman's butt and she's wearing beats by dre headphones sold by (laughs) apple (laughs) these artists are so controlled and and they're being used to sell you crap that you don't need yeah it's disgusting yeah it's disgusting i could rant for days about this i'm sorry it's just it bums me out man i'm not one who believes in Wealth redistribution, but I am one who believes in fair compensation. Yeah. Younger artists who are producing quality content aren't being compensated fairly for the level of, uh, for the quality of content that they're producing. Meanwhile, these people are being way overcompensated for the level of quality that they're producing. Yes. If I was no one and I came to you with uh, Katy Perry's most recent album, I don't think anyone would be like, oh, yeah, okay, uh, here's uh, here's $15 million or whatever. Yeah. You know. Or $15. Or $15. No one, no one would care at all. And that's why people have devalued music to the point they have, and, you know, they rarely pay for it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's disgusting. And it's disgusting. that's all art in general. People and, have totally devalued and art. And if you're still listening at this point, and I don't blame you if you're not, here's what you can do to change this disgusting thing. Stop paying attention to people who are not worthy of your attention. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you stop paying attention, it no longer becomes a good uh, revenue source for advertising, and the, the faucet gets shut off. And that's what needs to happen. If people stop allowing themselves to buy into advertising artists, is what I'll call them, people who barely produce anything, and the stuff they do produce is garbage, literally just made to sell stuff, the faucet gets turned off and the advertising uh, overlords move on to the next revenue source. Yeah. And I do not have a problem with people wanting to use to to advertise. Go for it. Advertise all you want. But don't don't bastardize music just for, yeah. to make some advertising money when there's other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've ranted for way too long, haven't I? And I also want to clarify that we're not talking about The weekend because he's an incredible artist. Uh, you know, he is at that level where you think he'd be like that. But if you look at like his music videos and stuff like yeah. that, he's not shilling anything. Yeah. He's just, uh, you know, he's producing some quality art. I think and that's... L- unless you have Coke. Well, He'll yeah. do anything for Coke. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of the tell for this <laughs> kind of thing is watch a music video and, and really try to put on your perception, your perceptive <laughs> glasses, put on your thinking cap and, and try to see how, mu- how much product placement you can find. I mean, oh, you know what? Um, Ray Stremmerd had a video for, I think it was the Up Like Donald Trump video. There's literally slow motion shots of them holding a Beats pill up to the camera. It's practically subliminal messaging at this point. Buy a Beats pill and your life will be like this. Buy this and your life will be like this. 
it's shocking to me that we've gotten to that point. Yeah. Well, and also that we just like our eyes glaze over. Right. And you don't realize how don't embedded realize it is it. Yeah. subconsciously. And that's exactly. I mean, I remember the first time I watched the uh, Nicki Minaj's Anaconda video. I like to bring that one up because it's one of the most disgusting product placement videos I've ever seen. But I was just like, wow, this video is crazy. A lot of butts going on. Watched it a second time, and I was like, I just saw 15 Beats pills in yeah. half a minute. It's insanity. It's insanity. All right. You think I've been, you, you think I've ranted long enough? I think we've given them what they needed to hear. Probably so. Maybe. Maybe, maybe one person will hear this and, and, and be more critical with the way they think about music. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be so great. Anyways, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm Dara. And I'm Jordan. And we will see you boys and girls in two weeks. In two weeks. Bye. Bye.